This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. On 558am, online, on your smart speaker, and on digital radio. This is Love Sport News. From the Sky News Centre at nine, negotiators from the UK and EU say they'll step up their Brexit meetings to try to reach a deal. Brexit Secretary Dominic Raab has also called for an end to scare stories over a no-deal scenario. However, speaking through a translator, Michel Barnier says the European Union's preparing for that eventuality. We haven't changed our principles over two years. Why would we? How can you change principles? on which the European Union is based. Why would you? Hillsborough families say they may call for a review of the decision not to prosecute former police chief Sir Norman Bettison after the case against him was dropped. He'd been accused of lying in the aftermath of the disaster. The Home Secretary has said sorry to 18 Windrush migrants who may have been wrongfully detained or removed from the country. Labour says the apology is overdue and doesn't go far enough. Residents refused access to their properties following the Glasgow School of Art fire in June, say they're considering legal action. Lawyers say it's unacceptable those affected have been locked out for almost 10 weeks. Danny Boyle has pulled out of directing the next James Bond film. The production team for the 25th 007 instalment says he left because of creative differences. The movie was due to start filming in December, but our reporter Dan Whitehead explains that might not be possible now. One production manager we've heard from said that Danny Boyle had brought in a whole raft of production staff uh, with him. Now, with him departing, does that mean they're now short on production staff? Whether or not this is going to be released in time, we don't know. Uh, But certainly the Bond franchise shaken and stirred this evening. And England's cricketers have ended the fourth day of the third test with India on the verge of defeat. They were set a victory target of 521 and closed on 311 for nine at Trent Bridge. That's the latest. I'm Elizabeth Secker. With fans almost as fierce as their players. The Griffin Park Hive is buzzing once again for another season. The bees are ready to attack and swarm the opposition. It's the Brentford Fan Show on Love Sport with seven of the best for your chance to win a million pounds. 
welcome back to your Tuesday evening here on Love Sport Radio. It is, of course, the fan shows, and we are getting into all things Brentford now with the time at two minutes past nine. I've got Gary, Dan, and Dave with me from the Be Sotted podcast as we get ready to rough it, ride it, as Brentford are flying higher in the championship thus far. But, boys, before we do business, i just got to bring, uh, bring people updates from the games that are currently going on. Uh, so, at the moment, it's not good times for Rangers fans in the championship. It's currently QPR nil, Bristol City 2. Hey. Is Steve McLaren still going to have a job in the morning? I didn't think he'd have one past the weekend. He's done well to hold on till now, but we will see tomorrow. Uh, and then in League 1, it's AFC Wimbledon nil, Warsaw 1. Charlton Athletic nil, Peterborough nil, Luton Town 2, Southend nil, and Plymouth Argyle 1, Wickham Wanderers nil. Those are latest scores with around about an hour played in those matches. Boys, Brentford. I mean, it, you've started well compared to last season. Well, you didn't win any of your first eight games. No, Is that right? We've we've started very very well. Do you uh, dare to dream about the promised land? Yeah, I, th- I think so. I think that was one of the questions that we we were talking about back in the pub after the game on on Sunday. Was like, are we the real deal? How far away are we from the real deal? Um, you know, we, let, let's be honest. Like the start of last season, points wise was was atrocious. Perf- yeah. Performance wise was really good. So we're not we're not a million miles away from where we were in terms of the way we're playing. But you've got the biscuit we, in the basket. We are. Get, we've got the biscuit in the basket. <laughs> we have the chicken and chicken biscuit and the chickens in the basket. <laughs> Oh, okay, yeah. so uh, but but you know seven points from from the three games. I, w- I would say you know we sh- probably not. I say disappointed is probably a bit greedy, but we should have won at Stoke. So yeah, um, you know it, it, there's no complaints. No, not at all. No complaints. As I say, I mean, what this point last year we I think we had one point out of four games. So for us to be you know unbeaten, and as I said, we are disappointed. We haven't got a hundred percent record. Just uh, reviewing the Sheffield Wednesday game, uh, what did you make of it, the performance overall, the comfortable 2-0 win? Yeah, I think so. I think we played really well. We were a bit wasteful. We could have got some more. We should have scored some more goals. But, you know, a win's a win and it wasn't pretty at times. But we, we, we saw it out and we won. So can't really complain much. Yeah, on another day, it probably would have been five or six again. You know, we, we did miss some real guilt-edged chances. There were some one-on-ones, some beautiful approach play. You know, um, when um, Camacho came on, he, he played this beautiful round-the-corner ball. Um, honestly, some of the... Some of the approach play was just just stunning. Also, that judge pass. Oh which, yeah, the judge pass, if you yeah. find it on um, Twitter, you have to see the judge pass. It, it was one night where you didn't actually realise he was passing until the ball ended up where it ended up, and unfortunately, we fluffed the. So chance, yeah, no, there was a couple of chances where we you know we should have squ- should have squared it, and it was an easy tap in. Other other times, a keeper made a really good save. Other times, they just hit found Rose Z, but. You know we're we're edging our way into the season, yep. and it's and it's looking good. I tell you what, these uh, besotted boys are purring in front of me. You should see the Cheshire cat smiles on their faces. But if you're out there and you are a B and you want to get involved in the conversation, give us a shout. The number is 0208 70 558 or at Love Sport Radio across the socials. If you're a little bit bashful, because there's a lot of us in the studio. There's four of us now for the next hour or so, but we can make room for you. Do not worry. Uh, Boys, as we've mentioned, you know, dare to dream that maybe the promised land of the Premier League could beckon. The one worry I would have as a Brentford fan, any time a substantial amount of money comes in for a player, 
they tend to be sold even to league rivals. Is that something that has to stop this year if you want to be challenging for promotion? Definitely. I mean, you know, you're selling your best players, you're never going to win anything if you sell your best players. But I think there's, 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 a, there's a plan in place that if a player goes, someone will come in and almost actually better so in thing you don't actually miss them in the end all right it'll take a couple of games for them to get bedded in but once that you know once it happens it's fine so you have real faith in the manager that he, he wouldn't let anybody out the door if he well, didn't have a plan it's not i mean the manager just picks the two that's the that's the thing with brentford it's the dofs and you know they're, they're the ones that make the decisions the manager picks picks the team he's, he's just the head coach um it's, but it's part of it's part of the club's survival strategy they, they have to, they have to sell you know we're we're paying we're you know the money that we've got coming in isn't isn't the same as what we're going out so we have yep. to balance that somehow you know we've seen what fair you know financial fair play the implications of that are you know embargoes at queen's Park ranges embargoes at you know several clubs birmingham city have just come out you know sheffield wednesday you know because they've overspent because they've not run their ship right you know they're 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 sort of like paying the price now so you know if we have to let them let one or two go and you know unfortunately we would like to keep hold of some of them it's, it's just the way it is i think you've also got to say that if a player really wants to go you have to let him leave there's no point having a player in your team that's just not happy being there he's his head's been turned because his performances will suffer and in the end you will suffer we have the attitude that once a player really wants to leave he can leave you don't want to rot within the squad do you exactly but he's only going to go for what we value him and and equally you know it's it's, it's the way we attract some of these players as well you know we just signed josh de silva today um arsenal you know he wouldn't sort of didn't want to stop resign for arsenal He's come to Brentford. He's come to Brentford because it's a stepping stone for him. He, you know, he wants to play first team football. He wants to be in an environment where he can excel, and he might get that move to the top flight again. He can do that at Brentford. So, you know, it's part of part of the shot window, and it's part of part of the Brentford way. Let me just ask you real quick then. So, if you were up in and around it. Um, in January at the turn of the year, would you consider it a risk to hold on to your main stars at that point, or would you expect it from the club? Uh, I would expect that this January we won't be selling anyone. If, 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 the, if, the, if the season continues as we hope it will, I think we we wouldn't risk we wouldn't risk not going up because of that. But I think we're we're, we're quite stable apart from Ryan Woods at the moment. I don't think there's any, I don't think there's anyone that's kind of on the you know wanting to pretty get much. Away. But on the flip side, there might be a, a bid that is just too good to turn down. You know, somebody's going to bid twenty million kid. 20 million quid for the guy that sweeps the stands he's going to go <laughs> as simple as that but, but what worries me at Brentford it doesn't seem to be that it, it tends to be you know if 5-6 million quid comes in let, let's say for Ollie Watkins in January you know he started the season well let's say something comes in from a rival even so let's say Derby County coming for Ollie Watkins 5 or 6 no million chance. would you no. be very upset no, yeah, no, that's, that's not going to happen they, if they're going to go they go at our valuation and you know Ollie Watkins is 15 million plus and he, he, he won't he won't go anywhere apart from the Prem. This transfer market gone crazy. Only Watkins, he's, fifteen million. Yeah, better, than, better than Deli Ali was at that same age. He's, he's 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 the real deal, mate. He's good. He's quality. Well, if you are a B out there and you are listening to the conversation, it's currently the Brentford Fan Show on Love Sport Radio. If you want to get involved, give us your opinions. We're talking about Brentford potentially aiming for the promised land of the Premier League. Do they need to hang on to their star players to make that happen? What's your opinion? Give us a shout. Oh two oh eight seventy twenty five five eight is the number. 
Palmer or at Love Sport Radio across the socials. I did not sleep with that porn star. I was actually up all night. Love Sport. I work for a spokesman said.com. We can help you save money on your home insurance. All you need to do is visit a spokesman said.com and find out if we can find you a better deal. The Love Sport fan shows. Alfired passing should have been sucking Martin Young. Shahid Khan was still worried about when Alfired said, I'm going to curse you. No, yeah, Alfired goes, I'm going to curse you if you take the statue. Then she's like, ah, okay, no problem. You know what I mean? And literally, he, he was still just going, I shouldn't have taken that statue down. Should not have done. Not Hagrid, shouldn't have said that. That's exactly what Shahid Khan was thinking. Weekdays and Sunday from 7pm. West Ham, delightful. Really, really good. Great sandwich. The Fans Show with 7bestbets.com. Fancy a flutter? 7bestbets.com. Love Sports' official bookmaker. You are currently listening to the Brentford Fan Show on Love Sport Radio all the way through until 10pm this evening. Of course, Brentford doing well, flying high in the championship with the besotted boys in front of me daring to dream that this year could be the year for promotion. Uh, but at the weekend, there was a fantastic 2-0 win against Sheffield Wednesday. And here are the fans' responses to that performance. <laughs> pedestrian really the way we were playing totally in control most of the game didn't really give them much of a sniff but uh, we made so many one-on-one chances it's unbelievable we just didn't put them away there was at least three or four really quality chances that just needed to be tucked in we look a lot better than last year we look a lot more comfortable we look a lot more better at imposing ourselves on the other on the other sides and to be honest uh, we should we don't seem to fear anybody and that's a really good thing when you're playing the likes of Aston Villa away etc I mean we got a great record against Aston Villa anyway so I think we're going to go into these games without any fear and just play our game and I think we could do really really well we'd like to put it to bed a little bit sooner perhaps with the second and you know third fourth six, six seventh we can laugh about some of those chances because we can score two but you know clearly hopefully there'll be other days when they go in and we rack up the goals but I thought everyone had a really good shift today there was some really good individual performances I thought, you know Josh in the first half I thought particularly was good um, some of, some of Mepham's defending in the second half was you know was quality really and we missed loads of chances but we looked so solid it was a super performance the thing that really pleased me is how good we look at the back they hardly had a shot um, and the other thing I positively take from it is more by a bundle of chances but the goal we scored with Ollie Watkins it was him being unselfish and that says to me it's maturing it's growing up it really makes me feel that we've got some prospects this season if we were super super greedy we may have said there was a couple more out there for us today but we dominated we controlled the narrative I'd be a little bit disappointed if I was a Wednesday fan because you'd like to have seen a little bit more from uh, supposedly a decent side but yeah very very pleased I actually think that what we're seeing is a performance level that we're now seeing is the new level for me Um, we could turn out performances one in four one in three along these lines we've seen three on the spin now and um, I think I think this is I think we've reached a new a sort of a new level which 
which makes me think that, that you know there could be something at the end of this season for us I'm not saying we're going to be in the top two or whatever but I'm saying we will be in the mix at the end of the season uh, I thought we were really poor I think probably the most distressing thing about today is that it felt like you guys probably didn't really need to get out of first gear to win that football match um, I, I thought that we looked without a game plan from the start if we had a game plan the players certainly weren't sticking to it which is I mean both those scenarios are a real worry um, and yeah no no arguments with the results and a hell of a lot for us to go home and think about now as a club I have a huge amount of respect for, for, for Brentford um, you know the whole kind of like you know teams like Brentford dialogue I think is is, is ridiculous because Brentford have shown themselves to be uh, an, inc- an incredibly clever club uh, I think as a fan base you guys are, are fantastic I've had nothing but great times down here um, and I wish you the absolute best of luck I would I would be over the moon to see Brentford squeeze into the playoffs or maybe even just make it into the Premier League I think that would be amazing Brentford fans reacting to that fantastic 2-0 win against Sheffield Wednesday at the weekend. You are currently listening to the Brentford Fan Show on Love Sport Radio. If you want to get involved in the conversation at any point, give us a shout. The number is 0208 70 or at Love Sport Radio across the socials. Uh, lads, some real positivity coming out of the reactions from the fans there. I mean, could you take a leaf out of Fulham's book in a sense of that you can play good football and be entertaining and still get out of the championship? Well, it was a com- commonly held belief that we were, you know, one of the we were probably one of the three best footballing teams in the division last year. Um, it was, it was, I guess, it was really good for us to see that two really top footballing teams. You know, credit where credit's due. Fulham, Fulham were great all season, and obviously Wolves. Um, you know, our record against Fulham um, it was really impressive. You know, we 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 still had the upper hand on them, didn't we, last year? Even even though they went up, so. You know, for for us to carry on doing what we do um, and and to get 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 success from that, I think it's I think it's it's not inevitable, but I think it's you know it's it's our time it's our turn. Before we carry on on that, guys, just to bring an update out of tonight's evening kickoffs, it's uh, in League One, AFC Wimbledon nil, Walsall two. Now, Will Nightingale with an own goal after 70 minutes. Uh, but we're with the Besotted Boys here in the studio for the Brentford Fan Show. Gary, Dan, and Dave are with me. Um, Let's talk about some of the performances from the weekend. Uh, a name that sticks out for me and probably will for a lot of people in the Brentford team now is Josh McEachran. Has he found a home at Brentford? Yeah, definitely. I think he, the last couple of games he's played this season, he's done really well. I wasn't a big fan of him. I'm not going to lie. I, you know, when I go down with my old man and sit with him, I was saying, you know, this guy is rubbish. You know, he's come from Chelsea and he just wasn't doing it. But it, it seems something's been rocketed up him and he, he's doing really well. And hopefully it will continue because I think he could be that that spark that we can push to push to go forward maybe one of those guys that needs an arm around him rather than a come on man sort it out <laughs> yeah. it, it just looks as if it's really Josh McEachran unleashed now maybe because the team has changed slightly and maybe his role has changed slightly and something that he's more comfortable playing in that role but it really does seem to take taken to it like a duck to water I, th- I think um, his fitness is obviously a big part of that he, he's, he's struggled since he's been at Brentford he's you know he's had broken feet and bones and ankles and all, all kinds of stuff he's not really had a, um, a, a run in the team and I think he's he's benefiting now from having a proper 
pre-season he's he's obviously strong he's obviously confident now um, and you know I, I think the fact that Ryan Woods is out of the picture as well has given him this kind of he feels that he is the number one in, yeah. in that position so you know if his fitness if his fitness continues then you know he, he should have a brilliant season definitely I think there will be a gap opening up for him in the not too distant future and I think there are signs now that he is going to step up as Dave said you know the fitness is there and hopefully he, he's that player who can step up and we can have that you know have but, that player you know that is the concern though you know he has been quite fragile since he's been at Brentford and that's, that's the one thing you're going to be worried about is how many games do you get out of him before something breaks not yeah. you know metaphorically not not physically do you think it's a case that he needs to kind of you know, get on the weights and bulk up, and or possibly, possibly, yeah. But I mean, I, I just, I just think that you know, uh, I think he's got, he's got the confidence. The, the I know that the the DOFs, I know the coaches and the manager, they absolutely adore him. They, you know, he's he, he is the best player. They feel that they they've got at the football club. So you know, he's got all the props there. So he just needs to get forty games out of this season. I guess it's just a case of you know coming through an academy like Chelsea um, and playing in the Premier League. It, it, it's a it's a different brand of football and then like you said maybe getting on the weights a little bit and getting used to a bit more physical side of the game which which will really see him in good stead well, for the rest of this season well he can't hide at Brentford you see you mm. know he, he, he has to be a big player yeah. you know he's he's come out of that academy we're probably playing better football than Chelsea were when he was coming through the academy so you know he has to shine he's not getting any younger let's be honest with you so unless he unless he sort of um, makes a, a, you know he gets his career back properly on track that you know he's looking at going down rather than up thing is a lot of these guys come out of these Premier League academies and there is a lot of pressure a lot of people say well he's on loan from Man United he's on loan from Chelsea and they expect to have a fully developed footballer in their team and that's just not realistic now there's a lot of players that come go and start playing at a lower level and just drop out of the game just go further and further down because they haven't got the mentality to deal with the fact that Chelsea have said okay well we will let you go for whatever reason or the fact they haven't played enough first team football I've got, I've got to say as well, I think um, uh, Saeed Ben Rama, although we've actually only seen him in sort of a, f- a few cameo appearances so far, I think he is some someone that the fans are really, really excited about. Um, and I think, you know, Sergi Canos has probably got, got, you know, I think he might have his place taken tomorrow. You know, there's, there's a chance of that. I don't. I think, you know, Canos, he, he dipped a little bit on Sunday where I think Ben Rama is just waiting, he's lurking in the wings there to, to come in and take his place well listen gents we are going to get into previewing that big game tomorrow you've got Aston Villa of course Uh, but if you're out there and you want to get involved in the conversation maybe you want to add your little tidbit to how Brentford are going to get on against Villa tomorrow night give us a shout it's 0208 70 258 or at Love Sport Radio across the socials I can't believe the people of London made a balloon of me just wearing my nappy fake news because I always wear it with my suit over top Love Sports. The Fans Show. With 7bestbets.com. Fancy a flutter? 7bestbets.com. Love Sports official bookmaker. Can you save money on your car insurance? Chris did with a little help from a spokesman said.com. Getting real people, real savings. I'm Chris from Leicestershire, a truck driver. 
I went on a spokesman set, which was very easy to use for an old git like myself, and the £300 savings enabled me to take my granddaughter to Pontins on holiday. Find quotes from over 100 leading insurance providers at aspokesmansaid.com. Real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with aspokesmansaid.com. Fighting for you, saving you money. 7bestbets.com If you are looking for good odds with a simple-to-use app, visit 7bestbets.com As a new customer, you will receive great welcome offers. We cover all sports, as well as an online casino and full range of virtual sports. If that's not enough, regular customers benefit from loyalty bonuses too. 7bestbets.com Please gamble responsibly. Visit Gamblerware for more details. It's the debate that will rage on for years and years. Who would make the England Test team's greatest Test eleven On Thursday, 27th of September, at the London Hilton on Park Lane, join Andrew Strauss, Mike Atherton, Henry Blofeld and Mark Nicholas as they lead everyone through a lively debate and discussion. The evening will be hosted by Chris Cowdery and will include the chance for you to have your say on who will make the legendary England Test eleven. For more information, visit lordtaverners.org forward slash events to find out more. 1.7 it's over in a flash. This is the average view time of a video ad on a mobile device. Money worth spent, don't you think? Mark Pritchard, chief brand officer of Procter & Gamble, the world's biggest advertiser, has said that digital ads are annoying people with too much frequency. So, digital media, stick your algorithms up your... Anyway, radio is different. The average listener tunes in for over 21 hours every week. Your potential customers are listening right now. Grow your business with Love Sport Radio. I think I'm going to follow Brighton this season. They are just like me, so bright and always on. The Fans Show with 7bestbets.com, the official bookmaker of Love Sport. The time is 23 minutes past nine and you are listening to the Brentford Fan Show here on Love Sport Radio with myself, James Sherwood, and the besotted podcast boys, Gary, Dan and Dave, as we get into all things Brentford. Uh, just to recap, though, latest scores from the football going on this evening. In the Championship, it is still QPR nil, Bristol City 2. In League 1, it's now AFC Wimbledon nil, Walsall 3. Andy Cook after 79 minutes there. It's still nil nil between Cholton and Peterborough at the Valley uh, Luton are still 2-0 up against Southend United and it's Plymouth 1, Wickham Wanderers 0 as a latest score uh, Gents there's some other games going on in the Championship outside of our London centric remit though, uh, some that are of significance to you if you're looking at chasing promotion, I know it's early in the season uh, but any that you want to get into and look at currently? Yeah, obviously we we've got a one eye on the on Leeds. Uh, you know, a, a lot of the a lot of the media are sort of uh, getting very excited about what's happening up at yep. Ellen Road. Uh, we've got them in a few weeks' time, so that's I think that's going to be you know a fascinating fascinating clash. I think so. You know, I, I think you know obviously there's big things happening at Leeds. They're getting thirty odd thousands now. The, the you know the, the the fans are coming out. So um, yeah, they've got to be favourites. So I just want to see us pitted against them pretty soon, to be honest. Yeah, so if we can get them early but 
as I say, I, know, I mean, I know that a lot of, I mean, they're the only team in our league that's still got 100% record, which, you know, it looks like it's... Could be in be danger go, this be evening. Tonight, might be going tonight, hopefully it will. Um, let's even things up a bit. But yeah, as you said, that, you know, will be a measuring stick amongst the, the um, what people see as the challengers. Would you say even more so than the game against Stoke? Because, like, Stoke are on the way down and Leeds are on the way up? Stoke, Stoke are in the kind of this transition period, you know, they, they've literally just come down so they they were kind of a bit wobbly they're they're getting they're getting used to the championship so you know they they, again they they were there for the taking but there's you know i'm just really looking forward to playing villa tomorrow because that's that's a really good benchmark of where we're at so far and you know obviously you know um the other the other big media favorites are you know derby county um who who are winning two nil tonight but you know is that frank is frank lampard really gonna you know cut the mustard there you know so (laughs) but so it's 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 like th- these are the games that we're you know we, we've got coming up. They're kind of just over over the, the hill at the moment, but they're, they're coming up soon. So I just can't wait for them. What about Swansea, who are currently holding Leeds two two, and you know Leeds have started flying, like we just said. Do you think Swansea will be in and around it towards the end of the season? They look like they've had a solid start. Don't see why not. I mean, coming down with the Prem with all that money, and you know, just going back to that Leeds point, it's going to be my first trip up to Edin Road. So looking forward to it. Have to win. They have to win, and you know, Leeds will probably self self implode as again, well. Yeah, so. A record at Ellen Road is pretty good exactly, in so. time, so you know. I'm not I'm not scared of Leeds when we go up in October. So yeah, looking forward to it. And obviously QPR are still losing, <laughs> stuff, which has made my evening. But uh, looking at those thirty thousand fans up at Ellen Road, that twelfth man effect could have a real impact on proceedings, couldn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think so. But I think the brand of football we play, um, you know, uh, we sh- we shouldn't be scared of going. To, to teams like Leeds and you know doing you know doing them over which I think we can do we can be anyone on our day and so yeah looking forward to it to be honest I'm not being funny 30,000 fans and packed stadium that's as a football that's what you want now whether you're home or I mean it's not like going to Galatasaray and not me throwing pig's heads at you and know, yeah. things like that you know it's just going to be a load of Yorkshiremen chanting and cheering their team on with their and, shirts off yes exactly <laughs> but it's good you know it's good to see great you know Rivalry sides. It's good to see good old-fashioned ground, you know, rocking whatever yeah. the score is, or whatever your team is. You know, prejudice aside, you know, and yeah, I, you know, it's, it's what you want. Exactly. You know, if you're going to go to an away game, make it Ellen Road and let it be rocking. You exactly. Know? Yeah. So, yeah. Bring it on. Bring well, it on. And but we, you know, tomorrow night, Aston Villa is one of the best stadiums that you know you can go to in yeah. football it's you know that whole end is still impressive it's it's a beautiful beautiful stadium mm. um you know and, and it just i know that we're going to put on a show tomorrow night and i'm, I'm again i'm just looking Are you feeling confident that. then i yeah i am looking i am i'm really confident yeah I, I, I don't go there with any kind of trepidation i'm not i don't go there expecting to lose you know sheffield wednesday fans were speaking to before the game they they come to brentford expecting to lose and you know that 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 doesn't that doesn't bode well for their season. Thing is, we've been to Villa Park in the last couple of years with worse teams than we've than we've got at the moment, and we've come away with results. So I don't see why we can't do it tomorrow night. Well, unbeaten in four against Villa, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I think with Villa, I think they're one of their class example of teams that they feel like they should be beating us, and they they kind of underestimate us. And you know, no disrespect to any Villa fans that might be listening, but you know, we've gone there and we've shown actually, you know, we are we can be there, we can be an equal with you guys you know yes you've got that history and you've got that money all the rest of it but you know we can go there and we can compete and we're not scared of you and yeah you've got a j- 
Jack Grealish, though, who is an awesome player, <laughs> probably too good for championship level. Did, did Brentford possess a player of that same calibre? It's difficult, isn't it? You know, Jack, Jack, Jack Grealish on his day, you know, uh, at his very, very best is, you know, as you say, he's probably too good for the championship. But, you know, there wasn't a premiership club that came in for him during the transfer window. And Spurs were sniffing around, apparently, but it didn't happen. So, you know, he's, he's still at Villa. He's, he's a Villa lad. So, you know, he's, he's adored there. Uh, yeah, we, we, we've got we've got a lot of we've got a lot of potential players that, that, that could turn it on tomorrow night, you know. So we just need to make sure that, you know, defensively that we're, we're as strong as we were against Wednesday. You know, I mean, if, if someone like Sergi Canos decides to turn it on, you know, against a team like Villa, you know, they, they haven't got a chance, you know. And it all depends if, if, if he does turn it on. And I'm not saying you know, both ways, but there is that potential there. Thing is, you beat the best player on the pitch by being the best team on the pitch. So it's OK having Jack Grealish. But if we got four or five guys that are on top of their game, Grealish isn't going to be able to beat we've him on his own. Potential. We've got, you yeah. know, the squad is the squad is is good enough that they can beat that Villa. It just depends if almost if we turn up and we can twist that screw almost. Yeah, Villa have started well also so it'll be a very interesting match tomorrow and, and a gauge for both clubs maybe of how the season is going to pan out if you're listening out there and you want to get involved in the conversation that is the Brentford Fan Show here on Love Sport then give us a shout people the number is 0208 70 558 across the phones or at Love Sport Radio on the socials Putin isn't like Hitler he's more like me just not as fat Digital radio offers great sound quality and more stations than ever before. And we want to make sure that you get Love Sport on your digital radio. Just press the auto-tune or auto-scan button and Love Sport will appear on your menu. Love Sport on digital radio. Ian Stone's Comedy Breakfast on Love Sport. I love when a centre-half brings it out from the back. I played centre-half a couple of years and I love, bring, it. I love bringing it out of the back from the back. It was a, it was a real joy. Were you cultured? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was. I had a cultured right, cultured right foot. I did. I, I, Technically gifted centre-back. Oh, I wouldn't... I, no, I, listen, in, in the standard I was playing, yes. Yes, I was basically technically gifted. Jewish footballers would sort of bow down to me. He is the new messiah. He's finally come back with his cultured right foot. Weekdays from 6.30am. You are currently listening to the Brentford Fan Show on Love Sport. The time is 9.31. I'm joined in the studio by the besotted podcast boys, Gary, Dan and Dave. But uh, before we get into Brentford and previewing their game against Aston Villa tomorrow night, just to bring you latest scores in the championship, it is now QPR nil, Bristol City Three. The Brentford boys are smiling, but I know there's plenty of QPR fans out there who will be miserable right now, and none more so uh, than Steve McLaren, who may be at the dull queue tomorrow. Uh, down in League One, it's AFC Wimbledon 1, Walsall 3 currently. I can't see AFC Wimbledon making a comeback now. Uh, it's Cholton 0, Peterborough 0 still, Luton Town 2, Southend 0, and Plymouth Argyle 1, Wickham Wanderers 0 is also a latest score. Um, we are now going to get into the opposition view for that big fixture tomorrow night Brentford versus Aston Villa The Opposition View on Love Sport Gents we have Dan Bardell on the line Aston Villa fan from thevillaview.com so Dan hello thanks for joining us 
problem. Uh, we have got some Brentford boys here in the studio who are looking very happy with themselves at the moment. One, because QPR are getting hammered again, but two, because they're feeling very optimistic about the game tomorrow. How are you feeling about it as a Villa fan? I'm glad I'm not a QPR fan, first off. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, it's, whenever the fixtures come out, because of our two years in the Championship, the Brentford games always want to look out for, and I, I don't really ever look forward to it, because we've played you four times, and you've played us off the park four times. Right. We drew nil-nil at Villa Park last year. And if it hadn't have been for Sam Johnson, it could have been three or four-nil. Brentford were all over us, so... I'm not, I'm not feeling that great about it. I mean, we're on the, the same amount of points as Brentford, but I think the performances, I don't, I think, don't think you can get any more polar opposites. Looking at the Brentford team and potential lineup, is there anyone that you kind of signalled out as, if we can stop him, then we can stop Brentford? Usually it's Ryan Woods, but he, I don't think he'll be playing. I don't think he's featured yet for Brentford, has he? But he, he's normally the danger man and the one we're scared of because... We seem to give him the freedom of the park. Whenever we play Brentford, we don't seem to want to go any, anywhere near him. But I just think, I think we've probably got good individuals. But I think the whole the whole Brentford team and the manager, I just think it's a very well run club. And I think it doesn't matter who who you sell, who comes into your side, you play the same way and, and play effective, very nice football that's very pleasing pleasing on the eye. And I think they're a team we've really struggled against. So it's not, it's not really the individuals worry me it's the whole thing to be honest hi Dan it's, um, it's Dave thanks, thanks for coming on tonight I know you're driving back up to the, the Midlands so uh, yeah I appreciate your time tonight um, the, the, we, we ran a poll on Besotted's earlier today about what, what the fans are expecting ahead of the game tomorrow at Villa Park um, at the moment there's six, 600 votes so it's a, it's a fairly sizable sort of like straw poll 56% of people are expecting um, a Brentford win do, do you think that 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 could work against us. And I know you're talking about, you know, you've over the you know the last four games, you recognise that we've been, you know, a strong team. But do you think that being the underdogs helped us, or do you think that you know, um, you know, surely Villa have you know are going to going to grow up a bit and sort of give us a, more of a battle? I mean, it's definitely our biggest test. The fixture list has been quite kind to us for the for the first few games, but then we've played Ipswich on Saturday. You've got who had 10 men for over half the game and we've not broken them down which can happen against 10 men but this is, this is the first real test that, that we've had and I, to be honest I think playing on the, the Villa Park pitch I think it suits Brentford but I think it suits the way you play football and some opposition teams come to Villa Park and they can be a bit overwhelmed by the occasion and the, and the aura of the place but, but that doesn't happen to Brentford they, they seem to embrace it so I'm sounding really negative, but I think your fans have got every right right to feel positive because if you've seen the way we've played, despite us being on seven points and you being on on seven points, we haven't played well. We've we've, we've been a bit lucky, so we, we we'll have to bring our absolute A game to get anything tomorrow. And I still feel like we're we're building the side a little bit. Obviously, we've got a few loans still left left to come in, but I think your team's there that they're, they're well gelled and well drilled, and I don't think we're we're that way at the moment. Hi Dan, it's Gary here. Um, hi, yeah, just a quick question. I mean, you talk about loans coming in. I know there were issues back in at the end of last season financially, which were reported. Um, how is that going at the moment? Yeah, well, we've got new majority owners now, so all the all the problems seem to have gone away financially. I mean, I think financial fair play is still a bit of an issue, but I believe we've submitted like a business plan to the to the football league, which which they're happy with. So. 
if we're getting loan players in and we've, we've spent a, a little bit of money on players as well, I, pre- I presume that we're all okay with financial fair play now. I mean, we tried to go a certain route when we came up and uh, try and blow teams away financially and it hasn't worked for us and, it, and it's left us with a lot of players on high wages who, to be honest, aren't going to play much football, if, if, if any. So we're going to have to find a bit of a different way of doing things now. We've brought in John McGinn from Hibernian, who, who looks a really good player for, I think, he's two, two, three million. So I think we're going to be going that route now. So we, we can get players in. And obviously, we're, we're utilising the loan window at the moment. I think Timberlass is pretty close, so I hope will be a, a good sign in and make a difference. So I, think, I think the biggest thing for us was that we hung on to, to James Chester and Jack Grealish. That, 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 that was, they were the big ones for us this summer, keeping hold of them, because they'll give us a chance of getting top six. I, I think without them, I, I wouldn't see us really challenging for the playoffs. Hi, Dan. It's uh, Dan Man here. How are you? You all right? Yeah, good, thanks, Pat. So, Steve Bruce, I mean, is he the man to take you up? I mean, it seems to be very hot. The owners, the new owners seem to be very hot and cold with him. And um, is he the man to do it? Does he need help? Or, you know, what, what, what's, your, what's your opinion on Steve Bruce? What's the fans' opinion on Steve Bruce? I mean, the fans are completely split down down the middle. You've, you've got those who are, who are adamant he's the man. He's, he's got the track record. He's... If you want to go up, he's the man to do it. And then you've got the others who just aren't really enamoured by the style of football and the fact that we, did, we didn't go up last season when we, with the money we spent, we probably should have done it. He's a good manager and he's an excellent man manager, which I think is what Villa, Villa have needed because the dressing room have become a very fractured place. Dave Bruce has probably had to deal with a lot of things off the pitch the manager should have to deal with. So I think from that respect, he's the right man. I think he could be a bit more tactically adventurous at times. I think he could be a bit, bit more flexible. I mean, your manager gets mentioned a lot because he's, he's a Villa fan and I think Villa fans have been really impressed by the football you've played. So a lot of people would like would like him to be in charge. I, I, like, I like Steve Bruce, as I say. I think, I think he did a good job. I think he's done a good job since he's been here. But I, I think we should ultimately we should have gone up last, last season. But... He deserves another crack at it, I think, but if he doesn't get us up this season, I find it hard to believe he'll be sticking around. Dan, who is going to be your key man tomorrow night if you are going to get something out of this game against Brentford? It's Jack Grealish. To me, he's the best player in the Championship, and funnily enough, if he was playing in a team that plays football like, like your side do, I think... I think he'd absolutely shine even even further. But well, the the loan, the loan window's him. open. He can still he can still join Brentford if he wants to. <laughs> <laughs> I was also I mean, going to say, not like my lad. team, Cholton. They're currently one 0 down against Peterborough at home and 89th minute penalty. So yeah, just to make it clear, I'm a Cholton fan. I wish I was a Brentford fan at the moment, mate. <laughs> I think I'll be playing them next season but um, yeah so Jack Grealish could be the real difference within that Villa team tomorrow night I, I think that's an obvious one is there any other player that maybe that, that Grealish could be leaning on as well uh, I mean Codger scored his first goal of the season his, his first goal from open play for a long time because he's had injuries on Saturday so maybe if he's got some confidence back perhaps he can he can make he can make a difference. I mean, I remember him scoring a very good goal against you at Villa Park two years ago. I think that was his first goal actually for the club. So on his day, he's a, he's a 20, 20 goal a season player at this level. But he just had really bad injuries over the last season. So if that goal's done him some good. He's quite a streaky player, so he could perhaps be, be someone to watch out for. But as I say at the moment, 
I'm more worried about what you're going to do to us. <laughs> Final question, matey. Uh, give us a prediction for tomorrow night. Aston Villa versus Brentford. What do you think the final score is going to be? I don't want to say, but 2-0 two, two to Brentford, I don't know how, how I feel it will go. I'll take that, we'll take that. Can we, can we hold you to that? <laughs> the Brentford boys have been like, smiling all night. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I've been the favourite every road. To be smiling, I think the way Brentford operate is, is fantastic. I've got a lot of respect for the club. I, li- I, li- I live around there. I, I like Brentford. I mean, obviously, I hope they get beat tomorrow <laughs> night. But I just, I just think they've, they've done things very well. They've got a good manager that, that I like. And they're playing free-flowing, confident football at the moment. Whereas I think we're, we're not doing that. I think we're capable of it. At this moment in time, although we've got results, we're not doing it. So I just, I just think... Probably dual in at Villa Park, having outplayed us there twice as well. So yeah, I think Brentford might do it tomorrow. I'll certainly certainly raise my glass to that later on. Oh Dan, thank you very much for your call. Much appreciated. And uh, like you said, we are back in Brentford tomorrow night. Of course, you are listening to the last twenty minutes or so of the Brentford Fan Show on Love Sport Radio. So if you want to give us your thoughts, opinions on how the game tomorrow night at Villa Park is going to pan out, give us a shout: oh two oh eight seventy twenty five five eight or at Love Sport Radio across the social. Let me tell you, people have been saying I'm a disgrace to my country. But has anyone listened to James O'Brien on LBC? I don't think so. This is Love Sport. The fans show with 7bestbets.com, the official bookmaker of Love Sport. When looking for the best possible deal for his car insurance, Jim went on the spokesmansaid.com and saved hundreds. I'm Jim. I'm a radio presenter based in Glasgow. I couldn't believe how expensive the car insurance for our Citroen C4 Picasso was going to be from my existing insurer. I went on a spokesman said and saved an incredible £600. Just amazing. Signing up to a spokesman said, best thing I could have done. Find quotes from over 100 leading insurance providers at a spokesman said.com. Getting real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with a spokesman said.com seven bestbets.com if you are looking for good odds with a simple to use app visit seven bestbets.com as a new customer you will receive great welcome offers we cover all sports as well as an online casino and full range of virtual sports if that's not enough regular customers benefit from loyalty bonuses too seven bestbets.com please gamble responsibly visit gamblerware for more details Partnerships can be a wonderful thing, but sometimes good partnerships go bad. Marriage is by far the most important partnership in most people's lives. Everything you own or care about, even children, become a sort of partnership property. Unfortunately, sometimes only one person's vote destroys that partnership. Cordell and Cordell represent men whose partner has cast that vote. Call 0330-606161 or visit cordellcordell.co.uk. A partner men can count on. Are you frustrated by your job and looking for a new opportunity? At SEA HBAC, we are currently looking for talented and driven sales consultants to join our award-winning teams in the Southeast. If you have experience selling windows, doors and conservatories, we want to hear from you. With a fantastic range of benefits and full training provided, SEHBAC has the job that's right for you. For more details or to get in touch, visit SEHBAC.com. 5.58 a.m. Love sports. I feel I have a strong connection to Scotland. I get my skin tone from Iron Brew. The 
the fans show with 7bestbets.com fancy a flutter 7bestbets.com love sports official bookmaker Welcome back to Love Sport. You are listening to the Brentford Fan Show here on a Tuesday night with myself, James Sherwood, and Gary, Dan, and Dave from the Be Sotted podcast. Uh, boys, we've talked a little bit about the upcoming game against Aston Villa away. Tough place to go. But then after that, another place that's not the easiest place in the world to go to, Ewood Park. So two back-to-back away games. If I said to you now what would be a minimum points you'd want from that, what would you take? Uh, I would take the three points at Blackburn and a point at Villa. So four four points. I four think. points overall. Yeah. Is that a fair assessment? Yeah, I think four would be a great haul. Um, to be honest, to avoid the if we can take something out of both games would be fantastic. So two draws, you'd be happy with as well? Yeah, prob- mm. probably. Yeah, mm. I, I think you know, <laughs> Villa. They are you know they are potentially a very very good team you know you, you talk talk to Dan and he was talking about Coggio and you're talking about you know you're talking about Grealish they, 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 they've got the they've got the potential there to, to, to turn over any team in this division so to get anything out of that game tomorrow it will be great a point I'll take a point tomorrow a win would be just marvellous um, Mowbray's got um, Blackburn started they've started really really well I think they've drawn a couple so yeah. you know they're, they're not they're not on fire but you know Ewood Park never ever easy to go to it's a long long way long way as well so yeah I, I still I think there's a win in it for us in one of these games sure I think the thing we can't actually get too hung up I think on these next two results because it is a long 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 season it's a nine month season I say it's it. a nine month <laughs> season yeah we've still got, got more than 40 yet. games <laughs> to go so and and I don't also don't want to get hung up on unbeaten runs because you end up sort of just taking a draw just to keep an unbeaten yeah. run going. Like sometimes it's better to lose and win the next three. You know, it's 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 about how many average points you get over over the season, not necessarily how long you go unbeaten. I think if we wanted to push on and you know push on the season, I think we have to be looking at games like Blackburn away, and we have to be thinking, well, yeah, we have to get that three points in order to get that confidence up and to build on it for the season. You know, and we, yeah. Another I think as well, you know, for the for the for the confidence of the team, um, go, going into these awkward games and not losing is like the be all and end all. That shows that you you are becoming the Definitely. real deal. If you if you can go to your Villas, if you can go to Blackburns on form, you know, if they're unbeaten still, and you come away with something that you go, yeah, we 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 are we we are up the top of this division for a reason. Yeah, promotion is almost about making your home a fortress and then avoiding defeat away and picking up a, a good few wins. Isn't and it, it? And yeah. As you're, as you're seeing, we've we've spoken to you know the Sheffield Wednesday fan at the end of the, the you know the the, the package um, after Sunday's game, and Dan talking about how good he now sees Brentford. We are we are changing we're changing people's perceptions of our football club, and although that we're playing great football, we need now to take that to another level and be getting results Definitely. week in week out. I think we're now starting to lose that tin pot. Um, label that we got when we first came up and I think people now are starting to realise take you seriously take us seriously you know, yeah. take our philosophy take the D of E's put, um, you know and all that stuff Duke of Edinburgh sorry <laughs> <laughs> got my Duke of Edinburgh yeah director of football sorry um, yeah and, and all of that now is starting to make sense to a lot of people who in the past just didn't understand it and it's proving results but you hey, know. hey that comes with a responsibility as well you know these players can't just take all the oh you play pretty football and aren't, aren't you good they, you've got, actually got I'll go out there and do it week in, week out. You know, I'm worth 15 million quid. Well, you know, you've got to prove it every We've game. definitely got a place to do it, but, you know, it's, it's just 
you know compressing it all that we're doing it week in week out you know it's, it's interesting as well the fans I, i'm noticing at, at griffin park they seem to uh, they've they've evolved as well definitely there's 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 no one seems to be shouting every time the, the goalkeeper rolls it out from the back <laughs> when we take a short corner these days there's not like there's, there's not like carnage on I'm the territory <laughs> like, okay you know it's it, i think people the, i think we've come a long way as well I think it's about buying into the philosophy philosophy as a fan yes, is the I went back true. into I go back a long way but uh, Cholton's glory days in the Premier League and I remember us taking Alex Song on loan and like you said people just shouting at him when he passed the ball to a player <laughs> rather than kicking it up the field and it's like hang on this guy plays at Arsenal obviously went on to play for Barca etc and it's like that's how you play football yeah, yeah, and, and sometimes it just takes a few years, and and you know because we've grown up on a on a on a, a, on a diet of tripe, you know now <laughs> now we're getting the prime cuts, you know. Um, there's no doubt that I think Brentford are going to be up there towards the end of the season, gents. But uh, just to bring in these scores from this evening's football league games in the Championship, uh, QPR lost three nil at home hey. to Bristol. What, sorry, City. what was that score again? Three <laughs> nil. So that's why the Brentford boys are sitting happy this evening, as well as their fantastic. Form. And then down in League One, from our London-centric perspective, it finished AFC Wimbledon 1, Walsall 3, Cholton Athletic 0, Peterborough 1, with an 89th-minute penalty. That serves me right for wearing Ouch. an Arsenal shirt to wind up the Tottenham boys tonight, <laughs> I guess. Uh, and then also in League One, Luton Town won 2-0 at home against South End, and it finished Plymouth Argyle 1, Wickham 1. So Wickham getting a late equaliser as well. But I'm still here for the next seven minutes or so with the besotted boys, Gary, Dan and Dave. Uh, boys, we've been throwing plaudits around with how Brentford uh, play football, their ethos towards the game. What does that mean for Dean Smith? There's got to be people, you know, looking at him. You, you've mentioned Villa already, as Steve Bruce doesn't stay in it, but maybe even above that in the Premier League, are people going to be paying attention to what he's doing? I think that I think they are, but I, th- I think you know they also have to recognise what the setup is at Brentford. He 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 is the head coach. He's 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 not responsible for. He's involved in signings and and scouting and and and, and all of that, but he is isn't resp- that's not his responsibility elsewhere he would be expected to probably be more involved can i bat something back at you oh yes you i may. watched um two very famous pundits i'm not going to mention their names but they're saying that they think that that's how the game is actually going to evolve uh, looking at the lack of control that Mourinho has at the moment at manchester united uh, antonio conte not getting his way at chelsea uh, these two guys were saying that it, it, they can see it being a head coach and you bringing your ethos to the players that the football club decides need to be be there so yeah. in fact maybe that could be the future possibly but maybe that's a few years away because i mean if, if aston villa will probably have to restructure their club to make it a good move for dean smith right now which seems really really an odd thing to say because they can pay him whatever he wants mm. but i got a feeling he's really happy where he mm. is and we got a new stadium around the corner um literally around the corner we've got you know a pro- the best best team arguably we've ever had in our history he's the one in charge of that you know on, on you know in charge of the, the, the training and the picking the team i'm not sure he would want to risk it i mean i i there must be a temptation money money always talks but he's the what the per, the kind of person he is i don't i don't, I don't see he's got obviously got ambition i, I just don't think he was happy to play russian roulette somewhere else Anybody else want to add on that? Anybody yeah, think well, any different? As I think the key thing is um, we he is in a setup. The setup that we've got is something that seems to fit him like a glove. 
he's, he's doing he's obviously doing very well now if he moves to another club is that club going to have the same setup you know especially when it's a bigger club something's just been relegated from the premiership clubs like that be careful the, what you wish for the grass is always green yeah exactly and... so you've got that little bit of turmoil and there is that pressure to you know you're going to need to get up how much money do you need and Whereas at Brentford, he's been bringing players on, developing players, and we're seeing the fruits. Yeah, I mean, I agree with all those points. I think Brentford and the ethos that Brentford have fit Dean Smith and his style and his man management and his tactics. And yeah, I, I think it would take something stratophorically bad to go wrong for Dean Smith to get sacked in the near future. Well, uh, yeah. Also, I think, you know, if you look at the managers that have been at our club um, and who have left, um, the, none of them have, have gone on to. to things to better things no they you know Rosler went and he tried to bring the players that work for him but it was it was it was the machine behind that 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 he could never replace Warburton you know he went up to he went up to Scotland and then you know he did okay there and then failed <laughs> failed failed at, failed at um, Nottingham Forest so you know it's it's this this it's the whole Brentford machine yeah. that I think you I think with Rosler I think he cuz his family was still up in Manchester I think weren't they and then I think as soon as a club in that area were going to come for him Man he City. was going to go he, was, yeah, <laughs> yeah. he, wishes. he wishes you know so I think I think he, I think he got seduced by Wigan and, and the money they had and um yeah so I think that's why I didn't work. I mean, I think Roswell probably would have still been the manager now had he have not been lured away and still had his family up in Manchester. Hey, I don't get me wrong, you know, D- D- uh, Dean Smith, he may get, he may get tempted somewhere else you know it may, it may be Villa at some stage Dean Smith doesn't seem as a manager who would though he seems very grounded very realistic I mean I don't know sometimes you just in life you get an opportunity I guess you can't resist he it. might look as well at someone maybe like a Sean Dyche or an Eddie Howe who did mm. make moves away mm. for money and it didn't work out right so remember Eddie Howe leaving Bournemouth going to Burnley and it not going well at all and ending back where he felt comfortable mm. and the same thing for Sean Dyche right yeah I mean yeah absolutely and let's not forget you know uh, yeah you could earn better money elsewhere but he's not on a pittance at Brentford mm. you know I'm sure his bonus for taking us up is going to be colossal I'm sure I'm sure there's lots of there's lots of but you know bonuses and positives to be involved in Brentford and the football is beautiful last couple of minutes left guys another interesting idea that he brought in I just want to touch on this leadership group thing mm-hmm. so not a, a designated club captain as such but do you think that's going to help the cause this year and make more people step up and take responsibility I hope so yeah I, I, if, I, if it can if it can eke out another percent of, or two percent out of uh, out of some of these players then of course there's no harm in that I think I think the decision was made because there probably wasn't a natural leader um, so it, it, it wasn't such a revolutionary idea. It was just that you know who, who was our captain. We were saying the same. We were saying it all last year. Who 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 is the captain? Yeah. Was it Nico Unaris? No, it probably wasn't. Was it was it you know um, who else? Egan, had, Egan. Egan had it for Egan a bit. Had it. So. And I think I think it's you know it, it can't it can't hurt. I think with this 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 new cap the way of doing the captain, I think it's still very early days in it. And I think Brentford are a club that's very clever with things. If they they if it's if it doesn't work, you know, six months down the line, then I think there will be a captain. But at the moment, it seems to be working. And if it's working, you know, don't don't rock the boat too much. You know, it sort of certainly helps with this kind of uh, this this kind of not illusion, but this kind of this whole innovation and the, how, no, I how mean, we do I, things. To be honest, I think it's. it's an interest I think it's a good move because you've got so many different parts on a football field and you've got leaders in every position 
Makes absolute sense, and we will be keeping our eye on Griffin Park as the season progresses, of course. But, gents, that's pretty much it from the Brentford Fan Show this evening. Uh, just before we leave, you want to give a shout-out to all your Twitters and your followers, etc., and yep. where they can catch the podcast? Absolutely. Um, the podcast will be out. Well, this will be out tomorrow morning, but we'll also we'll have uh, um, the like the post Villa match podcast out on Thursday morning and then we'll have the proper weekly one on Friday morning so yeah check out besotted.com and the Twitter it's nearly time for the news real news unless I'm in any of the stories in which case it's probably fake news love sport Fan Hub the new app that rewards fans yes you've heard it right if you support your team Fan Hub will support you simply select your club and the app automatically finds the cheapest train tickets and hotels for every fixture it records how many miles you've done following your team with a leaderboard that shows the most dedicated Fan Hub also rewards you with discounts and freebies from partners such as Uber Just Park and Amazon download Fan Hub from the App Store and check in at the stadium to start earning rewards. There's no purchase necessary. Fan Hub. Fan loyalty. Rewarded. This is Lionel, another very happy person who saved themselves money at a spokesman said.com. I'm Lionel from Peacehaven. I took note of what the spokesman said and I saved £484 per year on my energy. I found a spokesman said was so easy to follow and it saved me £484 on my energy and I would recommend everybody does a spokesman said.com getting real people real savings compare home energy quotes from the uk's biggest suppliers to find out if you can save money compare switch and save with a spokesman said.com fighting for you saving you money if you fall asleep at the wheel you'll put your life in danger and the lives of others as well before you feel tired pull off the road into a services or other safe area Drink some strong coffee and take a quick nap while the caffeine kicks in. If you're having a nap, you've left your lights on, sir. All right, cheers. Think. Don't drive tired. Look, 50% off bed sheets and these towels. Why is everything floral? Because she likes flowers. Who? Mum. She's staying with us until her extension's built. Are you joking? I told you last week. You didn't. With up to 70% off big brands, 20 restaurants and a nine-screen cinema, you're guaranteed to get more than you bargained for at London Designer Outlet. Savings for all the family? Hello, LDO. Find us in Wembley Park. See website for details. Savings on RRP. It's only for three months. Ah, so London, that is us done for this evening. It is just before 10pm. I've been James Sherwood and this has been your Tuesday night fan shows. So a big shout out to Ricky and Jace from the Last Word on Spurs podcast for the first couple of hours, all things Tottenham Hotspur and then a shout out to the besotted guys, Gary, Dan and Dave as we talk to Brentford for the last hour. Don't forget uh, if you stay tuned in after me, it's the best of from Love Sport across the week and then in the morning Ian Stone's going to be with you guys from 6.30am but I will see you back on Saturday for the score at 2.30 Away days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for McDonald's maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery order now on the McDonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonalds.com 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.